Greetings and welcome to the Audio Tidbits Podcast Network. We hope you enjoy the show. I was having some difficulty with the telephone in my house. It's an actual landline with wires and so on and so forth. At any rate, I contacted the phone company and they sent over a technician to look into my telephone problem. He checked the phones and checked the box that's attached to the house and asked some pretty interesting questions, but finally came to the conclusion that he sort of knew why my phone was doing what it was doing, but he had looked and could not find out where the problem was. The conclusion was that at this point in time, he was not able to fix it. Actually, I thought that was pretty refreshing. He didn't blame me. He didn't act like I should have done something different. He just simply said, your phone probably has this kind of problem. And based on what I've done here today, I can't find the problem. If you continue to have the problem, call us back and we'll look some more. I thought that was a pretty refreshing approach from a technician, saying simply, I think I sort of know what's wrong with your phone, but I can't fix it. At least I can't fix it today. The main thing is that if he couldn't fix it, I surely appreciate his not trying. Experts can mess things up when they don't know what they're doing or when they're just poking around without any clear goal or mission. In my management experience, I've certainly had that happen more than once. The most significant time that I recall cost the agency $50,000, and what did we get out of it? Nothing useful. I have a short excerpt that speaks to the issue of experts aligning with experts, judging experts, and, probably more importantly, the importance of not acting like an expert when you aren't. Let me share the example, and then we can talk about some of the implications. The incompetent with nothing to do can still make a mess of it, Lawrence J. Peter. Don't try to do jobs you don't know how to do. This does not mean that you don't try new things or attempt tasks you haven't done before. You are interested in extending your knowledge and skills whenever the opportunity comes along. Rather, it means that you don't try to do things you have no reasonable knowledge of or familiarity with. You stay within your known capacity and expertise. If you are going outside of your personal and professional limits, you associate with an expert in the new area. You can learn, can be trained, but don't act as if you are when you aren't. I think we can all pretty much agree that doing things when we really don't know how to do them, proceeding into areas when we have no expertise, and generally faking it and or making it up as we go along are not particularly good ideas, especially when the particular situation or circumstance matters a lot, particularly when it really makes a difference whether we get problems solved or simply make things worse. When it really matters, pretending as if we are an expert when we aren't and otherwise proceeding out of ignorance is 
both a bad idea and particularly irresponsible. The question is, though, if what we need is an expert, how do we select an expert? How do we choose the specific expert we're going to use? And that leads me to today's tip. Over the years, I've hired many, many experts, have contracted with many experts, have worked with many experts, have managed many experts. The result is that I'm kind of an expert myself, an expert on experts. Through my experience, I've come to the conclusion that we should stick with a couple of very firm rules when dealing with experts. The first rule is to take the time, do the research you need to do in order to be sure that you understand the problem that you want the expert to solve. It may be surprising to know that time and time again, people decide what they want to do and sometimes even how they want to do it without carefully taking time to figure out why they want to do anything. So step number one, rule number one, be sure you can clearly define the problem you want the expert to solve. A good and adequate understanding of the problem needing solved will point you to the type of expert you need. What kind of expertise is required in order to solve a problem like the one you have in mind? That will make it considerably easier to identify an appropriate expert. And be sure you do your homework there. Talk with people. Check references. See what kinds of experiences other people have had with the particular expert. And then take time to interview the expert, to have a discussion with him or her, to see if he or she is someone with whom you feel comfortable, someone you can relate to, someone that you can ask questions, someone with whom you can have a conversation about the problem being solved and about the process of solving it. That then brings us to rule number two. Decide in advance how you're going to monitor the progress, the work of the expert. If you have some clear guidelines, some clear touch points, you will be able to tell whether or not the expert is making progress, whether the expert really does have the expertise to do the job. Don't simply assume that things are going fine. It's your job to monitor and evaluate the work being done. If necessary, find someone with expertise and experience of their own to help you with the monitoring process. Particularly when dealing with computers and other complex technology, I have, on several occasions, hired a second expert to help me monitor the work of the first expert. And that brings me to rule number three, today's tip. If things are not going along as expected, if the expert is not meeting your criteria for success, if 
the touch points are causing you to wonder how things are going, wonder if you made a good decision in terms of hiring this particular expert, it's time to slow down and occasionally maybe time to stop the process. At some point, you may conclude that continuing with this particular expert is simply throwing good money after bad. That's true with doctors, lawyers, computer experts, automobile mechanics, and on and on and on. We live in a world where we are almost totally dependent on experts. We need them. We can't survive. We can't get along without them. But by the same token, we need to never forget that an incompetent expert is worse than no expert at all. Music by Kevin McLeod.